Hello, and welcome to the Future Proof Podcast. This is our monthly podcast where we chat about stuff we're working on and anything cool we're planning. I'm Melissa Avery Weir. And I'm Gregory Avery Weir. And uh, we've got uh, fun projects almost ready to, to launch. Yes. By the time you hear this, we'll be just a couple days away from the first issue of our Future Proof newsletter. Or Future Proof Games newsletter. Yeah, the, we're still workshopping the exact name. Yeah. So this is going to be monthly newsletter. It's basically replacing the Exploit Zero Day newsletter. It's going to cover a broader range of topics. Um, anything we're working on, basically, instead of just Exploit Zero Day. There'll be a cat picture, <laughs> certainly in this first one. One of the things that's going to be particularly fun is that there's going to be a, I guess, a bespoke article in it. Uh, something that won't end up on the blog, per se, but will be specific to the newsletter. This month, I'm writing about the intersection and interaction between the game Satisfactory and colonialism and capitalism. So uh, it's a fun game. I put a lot of hours into it. Too many hours. <laughs> so I'm excited to, to write that. It's difficult not to write too much. And I mean, the the body of the newsletter will just be, hey, what are we up to? The, yep. the same sort of news you get from from this, but in text form. Mm-hmm, with links. Yeah. The easy, to, easy to follow, easy to digest. Yeah. Although we don't have cat pictures in this. No, we don't. We could describe your cats, but that might be a little weird. <laughs> so speaking of current work efforts, uh, we are working on an update to Majesty of Colors. Yeah, the Majesty of Colors was released a little over two years ago, and we've been hard at work on our anniversary release. I think we've talked about it a mm-hmm. couple times on podcasts. We're real close now. We're hoping to maybe end of the month yeah would be that as long as nothing goes wrong we, right. we should be able to to pull that off and um some good features in it uh there have been a few things that we've that are sort of usability quality of life fixes mm-hmm. um a few things that we've kind of had to like delve into the animation system of oh. unity and if <laughs> we've kind of come out being like how did this ever work like yeah. did, was this like whenever you're doing doing programming and stuff like that there are always those times where you're like i i know this was working but it it must have like just been the result of tweaks and so and mm-hmm. stuff where we're like okay it works don't touch it right and part of some of what we've been doing has involved like pulling stuff out and being like okay no let's let's make sure this is this is working because we designed it well and not just because we we hit a lucky sweet spot on it but um <laughs> we're feeling good about the new features mm-hmm. both like a few little additions to to how you play, but mm-hmm. mostly stuff like we you can make text stay on screen longer if yep. if that's something that that you need to get a full experience out of the game or just prefer. Or you can skip text. Yeah. Um, so if you're yeah. you know on your twentieth time through, you can say <laughs> no, I don't need to hear that. I don't need to read that again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. Uh, Unity's animation system is not. Uh, my best friend. Yeah, it's. I think it's generally pretty good, especially in more recent versions. It's probably just um, fine. It's my lack of yeah, skill. Yeah, it's just. The... It's a. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very unique paradigm of like making things happen on a computer. Yeah. That like, until you've spent a lot of time in that paradigm, it's really tricky to get going in. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where I'll go in and I'll be like, okay, like I see, you know, I've got my state machine here, but oh yeah, there's the bottom panel of stuff, mm. and how does that even intersect with? Yeah, what's there's going a timeline, and... there's a state machine of different animation states, and all that. Yeah, the whole so thing. Uh, it's been fun and frustrating. I spent probably way more time than 
needed to get some of those things done, but it's good to do. And getting to redesign some of that to be a little cleaner. Like it's, it's tempting to be like, hey, we're only going to do, you know, let's say three more notable updates for Majesty of Colors. Mm-hmm. We don't need to gut this part of the game. Yeah. Uh, except that what if the next time we go in there, then we're like, oh, well, now it's in minus one times. We surely don't need to update it yeah. now, but it still takes two more hours than it should or whatever. So it's good to, to get some of that stuff cleaned up. Yeah, keeping our workspace clean. Yeah. So one another thing that you've been, been becoming an expert on <laughs> is our... Taxes and accounting. Yes. So I know last year our episode that fell in March uh, featured me geeking about taxes. I will shorten that geekery this year. It was much simpler, um, except that so in October or November, I discovered that I had been doing accounting wrong, Mm -hmm. as as one does. (laughs) So I reworked everything for 2019 relatively relatively late in the year Um, this isn't like changing the numbers right it's just like no this is like correcting where things are written down in the accounts yeah this is sort of understanding better how cash basis accounting works not anything sketch um so i'm getting much better at this i'm also getting better at like keeping up on it so even if i maybe don't do accounting for a whole month or something like that like i can get caught up pretty quickly Mm -hmm. which meant that I was able to close the books out by mid-January and kind of be like, ha-ha. Taxes were pretty simple, um, as always. I mean, it's the kind of thing where you wish they were more complicated. Yeah, if we <laughs> if we were making more money, then, right. then they'd be more complicated. But that's okay. Um, so I'm glad it's done. It's very smooth. Only a couple questions back and forth with the accountant. <laughs> Trying to figure out how I should classify things or whatever. That's like a nice closing button on closing up 2019 and we had our business meeting since the last podcast i think so that all just kind of zips up 2019 yeah we've reviewed all the stuff for the final the fourth quarter of Mm -hmm. 2019 and we're ready to almost ready to do the first quarter of 2020 exciting so our final bit of fun things we've been working on speaking of anniversaries and Mm -hmm. closing up years this is a it's a very wrapping up sort of series of events for us, but we are also working on uh, some additional material for Rosette Diceless. Yeah, so we released a relatively small role-playing book that was with some, some base rules and, and things like that that's been out for a while, and we've been doing some off and on some like supplemental material, some articles and stuff on our on our website that, that have like, here's some of our thoughts about the game and like a little bit of extra rules that you can use in your game if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so as part of sort of uh, the next step in the life cycle of that, of that game, we're both wrapping up a lot of that stuff into an easy-to-reference book slash PDF or whatever, and then also like adding a few things so that like if you want to get like a fully formatted product, you're actually getting something new that's not just taken from the website. Mm-hmm. And we'd, for a while, just sort of been like, we know we'll have some stuff we want to put in that's new, but we're not quite sure what it'll be. Yeah. Um, but recently, that stuff has been solidifying, in part in thanks to uh, new players that have yeah. joined our, our home game, where we where we play it um, ourselves every couple weeks. Uh, and so, like, things like... We're going to have a trait for characters that, uh, what are we calling it, disembodied? I think disembodied, yeah. And it's it's like 
what what do you do if you want to play an AI or a ghost or like you know the the you know some 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 person or entity that doesn't really have this physical form or, mm-hmm. or maybe their physical form is unimportant they're like they do psychic projection or something right and I love that Rosette Diceless can kind of support that relatively simply yeah yeah it um, seems like we can we're gonna add one I think superlative I forget yeah, if it's a superlative I, I or... think it's just a positive trait okay I don't think it's even as big as like you can do magic. Right. I think it's just like, yeah, you don't you don't have a body, but people can threaten some some infrastructure or some circumstance mm-hmm. that kind of excludes you from an area. Right. So that you know, for an AI of a of a spaceship that might be like destroying the cameras. Right. For a ghost that might be like putting salt in the doorway or yeah. something like that. Um, and yeah, just a, a, some little things like that that are like, here's kind of these cool you can cool things you can do with characters that. Are, are very well supported by the very uh, story-focused, loose mm-hmm. uh, rules of, of Rosette Diceless. And even though our home game is is science fiction, the stuff we're coming up with certainly fits non-sci-fi. So like disembodied, yeah. like you mentioned ghosts, which yeah. <laughs> could be whatever. But yeah, yeah, for, for, for the rules, it's, yeah, there's, and, and we like adding rules in that are like, this works the same way regardless of what sort of setting you're in. Mm-hmm. And so we've got some sci-fi specific stuff that's like, yeah. owns a spaceship is right. a trait that's in there <laughs> where it's like, yeah, that should probably be just in there for, yeah. for sci-fi folks. But yeah, we're looking forward to... to compiling all that together and getting out yeah. uh, a tiny booklet yeah that'll be extra stuff for folks who want more from that's, Rosette Diceless that's targeted for it should be approximately end of July because yeah. that's when Rosette came out and so hopefully we'll have some time between well we will have time between yeah. Majesty of Colors second anniversary and that Rosette anniversary so got a couple of other things we might yeah. do in that interim we want to work on Keep working on Exploit Zero Day. Mm-hmm. Keep working on um, cultivating insurgency. Yes, our, our <laughs> fun jam game, and then maybe get a little bit of a new project in there. We'll yeah. see. Maybe At some least. doodles. Yeah, we might. We might <laughs> probably won't have anything to show off, but, uh, yeah. but we'll see. So that's exciting. Yeah. You can find all of our stuff over at futureproofgames.com. We're over on Twitter at playfutureproof. You can hit us up with questions or comments over on our blog or social media. You should definitely join our newsletter. Yep. You go to futureproofgames.com. There's links um, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I put links everywhere. Or in the show notes, <laughs> there will be links. Yes. Um, our theme music is Juparo by Broke for Free, which is used with permission. Mm-hmm.